This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and today on Messianic Vision, we have quite a treat for you. Most believers have heard of Catherine Kuhlman. Some saw her in person, and some even sat under her teaching. But few people have ever had the close relationship with her that our guest did today. We are thrilled to have with us a lady that worked with Catherine Kuhlman for the last 10 years of her life, Joan Geeson. Joan, welcome to Messianic Vision. Oh, thanks. It is such an honor to be talking about a great woman of God, one that you touched, one that you've spoken to Mm. over a desk, hand in hand, when we looked at the congregation and saw thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people sitting there waiting to receive a miracle or just hear a word from this person representing God's Spirit would change their lives. What an honor. I'm 80 years old. (laughs) 80. I wanted to let everybody know, Joan, that you're going to be sharing some behind-the-scenes secrets from Catherine's life and ministry today (laughs) that that give believers today basically a blueprint of how they can operate in the miraculous. You know, you're going to be telling us stories of what you saw firsthand and also sharing a few secrets um, of how Catherine walked in such a powerful anointing. But before we get there, let me do this. You know, you have... Absolutely one of the most fascinating stories I've ever heard. So before we get into Catherine, I really want to start with you. Is that okay? Sure. (laughs) All right, Joan. When you were 27 years old, the miraculous entered into your life. Tell us about it. Well, I was married when I was 22. I had just become 22 years old. And uh, in the next two years, we had our first child. And I remember one day uh, just stooping over. And when I got back up, you know, I used to go over to pick yes. something. Yes. And when I got back up, I couldn't see. And, you know, there are all kinds of things we do and and different things that turn up, but I simply couldn't see. And it scared, and I use this word, and Benny Hen always laughs at me when I say this word, it scared the bejiggers. <laughs> I think that's a Missouri word. I'm not quite sure. But you know what? We all know what it means. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I stood back up, and I couldn't see, and I had my little boy helped me to the couch. He sat me down, and the phone was right there. And, of course, you can, you know, remember your loved one's telephone numbers. And it was an old rotary dial phone. And I did that. 
and I called my mom and my grandpa, and I said, I can't see. And uh, they came right over, and the rest is history. And it was year after year after year. Trying to find out was what was wrong. The doctor said there were hemorrhages behind both eyes, and the optic nerve was swollen into the brain. And they suspected a tumor, but they didn't have the total evidence of that. Yes. But the evidence was what the patient was feeling and what I was doing. And so they went on that rather than pinpointing an exact thing through the x-rays. But the hemorrhages were big enough that it concerned them. So it was a journey for many years after that. And it was a journey that at this minute, I would never want it to happen again. But it changed my life to the point that all these years I have lived serving God, loving him, Mm. uh, experiencing new life all around me with people that had all kinds of things and God allowing me to pray for them and seeing the miraculous. And so it's been a the one of the greatest things that I have ever had happen in my life. Of course, I've got a husband right. and children, and right. those are the greatest. But spiritually, there ha- I would never exchange it. I would never. Right, I understand. I, I don't want to ever experience it. Yeah. Well, I know during this time that, that you were blind, you could not see, your son started to school. He did. Yeah, we. it was his first day, and we had him in the Lutheran school, mm-hmm. uh, the church that I had attended with perfect attendance. And uh, we took him, and uh, it, we went on the bus. The bus picked us up. Right. And he got off in a half a day, and I, I couldn't see this thing had already happened to me, but I was determined to take that kid to school. <sighs> and so... I got on the bus. You know how you are with your firstborn. Sure. You know, getting him on that first day of school. Nothing was going to stop me. So the teacher, knowing the situation, came out and put a chair up in the hall. And she said, I'll bring Michael out when, you know, they had a recess. Mm -hmm. It was only half a day. And I heard this lady. I could not see her clearly at all it was all doubled and just Mm -hmm. just not good vision but I could hear her and she had the neatest voice and you could almost reach inside of her and touch the joy that I felt and she was just walking up the steps so this was while you were sitting in the hallway in the chair waiting for your son yeah okay okay for him to come up and So I saw that lady spiritually more than physically, Mm -hmm. and she went on down, and then the teacher came out of of the room that she was in. She was a teacher for Michael and all the other students. And she said, Joan, Michael's sick, and you're going to have to take him home. I said, oh, Judy, I don't even drive anymore. Just bring him out, and we'll put a chair up here. We'll wait for the bus to come in with that. The lady said to me, I'm here, and I've got to come back and get my children. I'll be glad to take you home. 
And that lady took me home, and her name was Ann Richard. And that lady became the reason that I know that I will spend an eternity Mm. in heaven with our Savior and with her, too. What happened there when she was taking you home? Well, she said, I'll I'll take you home. So we got Michael, and she helped me down the steps and into the car and all the way home. And it was about 15, 20 minutes home. And uh, she started talking about Jesus, and she was assuming me. Mm. Like, I really knew what she was talking about. She was assuming the conversation was we, not me, not this is what I do, this is what I believe, this is what Jesus, it was saying, you know, we, we were just alike, we're two yes. people that are in this Lutheran church, and they really don't preach like salvation, come on up and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and mm-hmm. they believe that, you know, through baptism and through the catechism on that confirmation day, we we know all of that. And she said, here we are, two women just alike. And she said, we know nothing's impossible. And she just went on and on and on. And I'm saying, yes, and I don't want her to stop talking. I want her to keep talking. I want to be her friend. I want to eat her up. She's got so much information. And here I should have had that, but didn't. Well, she had come from a Baptist background and had married a Lutheran man. And so she had a lot of information that I didn't have. Mm -hmm. I had book knowledge. I was confirmed. I was baptized as a child in the the church. Uh, My sister, my brother, and I all were confirmed. I mean, baptized on the same day. And he dunked us in the water, you know, just with the handful of water, put our head down and our foreheads and our front of our hair got wet and we were baptized but and that was a wonderful gift and that was a wonderful experience but i really was not a christian i was a member mm-hmm. of the church and i really did not know that until the chips were down right and i became a sick woman and so uh, through that experience, my life has been changed. How long ago is that? I'm 80 now. I'm 80 now. And I was only, what, 23, 24 years old at that time. So all these years, yeah. precious, I have had to serve God, and every day is better than the day before. And I haven't retired. Not for one second, I haven't retired. Wow. And now, I don't know how far you want me to go with this unless you want to ask me another question. No, I was just going to, yeah, I'll ask you another question. Um, now, through this lady's testimony to you, I mean, you saw obviously something different in her. Did you come to know the Lord through her witnessing to you? Absolutely. Okay. Car that day. Okay, that day. Car wow. That day. That was, yeah. quite, that was quite a ride home, huh? <laughs> That was a ride home. It changed my life. It changed my husband's right. life. It changed my son's life. And because my daughter wasn't born then, of course, the, you know, she just 
followed suit when mm-hmm. she was born, right. still does today, right. and our grandchildren and our relatives and on and on and on. Right. And that's a funny story about the relatives because they knew me when. Yes. And now there had been a change taken place. Mm-hmm. And so they really didn't want anything to do with me. They thought that I had been fun before and now I was a bore. <laughs> And they just didn't know. They just didn't know. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, so you rode home with this wonderful lady. You became born again on the way home. And and one day after that, you were waiting for your son to get home. And you had an intercom type system throughout your house. And you you heard a voice. What what did you hear? I heard this spooky lady say, <laughs> hello there. Have you been waiting for me? Oh, my. For me. (laughs) I'm not sure that's a Missourian accent, (laughs) but that's the way she talked. And I thought, oh, my gosh, it scared the bejiggers out of me. So I just got up and turned off the radio. Right. And several days after that, I heard the same program at the very same time. And I... I did not turn that on. I did not. Now, these things, you know, as we reflect back on them, Mm -hmm. and I've always known it since then, it had to be a miracle. It had to be God's spirit that allowed that radio to turn on at that same program at that same time. Yes. Because it was not programmed by us. We did not know anything about it. Sure. Only KFUO in St. Louis, there's a religious Lutheran mm-hmm. station. It's only Lutheran pastors on there. And that's the only Christian kind of stuff I heard was the Right. Because we didn't dare... Uh, go across the line to any other right. religion, any right. services. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're minding your own business. You've turned the radio off. You don't hear it anymore. You're minding your own business. And then it happened again. What did you hear? Well, again, that hello there. Have you been waiting <laughs> for me? And it was, you know, God's ways are not our ways. We, it just... It, that just enveloped me, you know, hello there, have you been waiting for me? And I listened, and she talked about Jesus, mm. and it was, it was everything, 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 and I, I called Frank, and I said, Frank, get home, Jesus is here right now, get, <laughs> get home right now, Jesus is right here with me. Well, he did rush home because I had had problems, and now I wasn't seeing well, and right, and all kinds of craziness, uh, you know. And uh, I heard this lady say, "This is Catherine Kuhlman, and it is coming to you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania." Mm-hmm. Well, when I called Frank, I said, "Frank, you've got to get me home because Jesus is now right this minute in Pittsburgh." <laughs> And that was funny, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I live in Missouri. I live in St. Louis, and I've been in my church all my life. And but I knew that Jesus was there. There was an extinct difference between what I knew and what I was hearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A distinct difference that drew me in. Is that so neat when God's Spirit draws you in? 
you know, I've been at those big, big, massive auditoriums, 20, 30, yes. thousand. And I will, I'm always walking through the crowds looking for those that I feel God is healing. You know, even, I'm like a, I don't know what you would even call it, but as I walk through, many times those people have no feeling, no uh, thought. They've just come because someone has taken them or they heard it was a miracle. Right, right. And so when I walk up, it's because the Spirit of God has led me to them. And Joan... Did you feel like when you when you knew where she was and and you had told your husband he's there Jesus is there were you expecting an encounter were you did you feel like you had to go because he was drawing you there did you expect something to happen No Really wow No no I went because I heard that Mm-hmm. I wanted that experience. I wanted to be healed. Yes. I was willing to do anything that it took. So you sat there. He gets you there to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and you're sitting there in that auditorium knowing that this is the voice that you've been hearing. And and what happened? Well, let me go back. Okay. We There was a lady in our church, and her name was Shirley. Uh, she's gone now, but she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. And I, she had four children, and I saw her with those children, like mine, little kids. And all of a sudden, Shirley was no longer a part of anything going on. And day after day, she got increasingly worse. And uh, and I said, Frank, I want to take Shirley with me. I want to take Shirley with me when I go to, it took me six months to talk Frank into taking Pittsburgh to a Catherine Coleman service. And I kept talking about Shirley. Well, he had bought a new car and it was a really, really nice car for us. I mean, a beautiful car. And she didn't have any control over her bladder or her bowels or anything. Mm -hmm. She had no control. So he lined the back seat with a rubber sheet and then pillows and all kinds of stuff over the top of it because we had no idea what was going to happen. So we weren't. Mm-hmm. So he was so gentle and so precious in doing that. And we waited all night long. Oh, my goodness. On the at the door. I was right at the door. We were almost the first people there, and we took Shirley to the wheelchair door. She could hear me. I would scream, Shirley, are you okay? But I couldn't see her. Of course, I couldn't see anyway, but Frank couldn't see her. She, it was, there was a different door, and it was around the side of the church, and we just couldn't see her. And so she would yell back, and then all of a sudden the crowd got so big that there was no way I could hear her. And when those doors opened, we were pushed in like a herd of cattle because everybody wanted to be first. Yes. Everybody wanted to get down to the front seat. I didn't care if I got the front seat or the last seat. I just wanted to get in because I didn't really recognize there would be any difference in the front seat and the back seat. And instantly, we 
we Frank knew and saw where Shirley was sitting, so everything was okay. We were all secure. And I felt something come over me, mm-hmm. and I, of course, didn't know what I know now. It was his spirit, God's yes. spirit, the spirit of life, the spirit of healing. And I'm sitting there, and I'm crying, and Frank's saying, don't cry, don't, you're shaking the pew, don't cry, <laughs> just, just stop crying. And Catherine Coleman had not come out yet. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, I heard this lady say to me, has God done something for you? Has he done something for you? And Frank said, open your eyes, Joan, open your eyes, honey, open your eyes. And I opened my eyes, honey, and I could see, I could see the people, I could see mm. the stained glass windows, I could see the lady, and she was standing there saying, what has God done for you? And I said, once I was blind, and now I can see, and she said, come out, Frank said, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and I went out, I could see to get out of that aisle. When I went in, there was nobody in there, but now it had been packed, and the whole church was packed. There wasn't an empty seat anywhere. And I got out, and I followed the lady down to the altar, and Frank said to me, "Uh, Honey, I'm right behind you when we got about halfway Mm -hmm. through. And I said, Okay. And I got down there, and there was somebody before us, and she just lifted her hand. She didn't even touch them. And the power of God hit that person and that person went down on the floor. Well, I'm in a Lutheran church. I've never seen anything like that. I'm ready to run. Right. Because I I don't know. It's a marble floor, and I'm a big girl. And if <sighs> I hit that, I'm going to go right through to China, or it's going to break my head, one or the other. And she just turned and put her hand up, and the next thing, I knew we were on the floor. Not injured, not hurt. Yes. But touched by God's Spirit. Do you know, Donna, right now, there's somebody listening to us that's being healed, and that person is a woman, and she's being touched, and she can't walk, and she could have multiple sclerosis. I don't know. But she's not in a regular chair. She's in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And she is able to walk, and that lady, I don't know who you are, precious, but get out of that chair, get off of that special seat, and stand up. God is healing you. The spirit of the living God is going through you right now. It's like all those years ago, I'm experiencing the exact same thing that happened that day. Mm right now and God is healing you honey don't be afraid just get up it is a gift that will last for a lifetime it's a gift what you've been in you are now out of walk out of it that first step step will take you right out of it in Jesus name okay Donna let's go back yeah let's let's go back so so you went forward and did did you you went up to be prayed for how did it come about that you that you started working for Catherine well, that's a mystery too. On the, I mean, we didn't meet her intimately. We didn't share names. We didn't do anything. She just raised her hand, and Frank and I went down. 
I got up first, and she said, she turned to Frank, and this always happens with the men. <laughs> she goes, oh, the glory on that husband. <laughs> I thought, what am I, chopped liver? Yeah. Glory on this husband. She's so like, wait a minute, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And he's followed Jesus ever since then. And he's taken us all over the world. I'm serious, all over the world, following after the Spirit of God Mm -hmm. and bringing the Spirit of God to such desolate places. And, you know, I just am a simple Italian. My My main name is Palermo simple Italian woman saved by the grace of God, filled with his spirit, and nothing is impossible. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on that. You know, we're going to go to a break in just a moment. Uh, Joan, there's one quick thing I want you to tell me about. Um, you had such an experience. I mean, you, you, were, you were saved. You were healed. You had this amazing experience, this miraculous experience. And you did something. You and Frank started gathering people, sick people, and busing them to the Catherine Coleman meetings. That is that is amazing when I hear that story. I mean, why did you do that? Did you, you feel called to do that? Is it something you wanted to do because of your experience? What were, what were you thinking and what was happening? And it could have been all the above. Mm-hmm. I am Italian, and I don't know about all Italians, but I know about our family. Yeah. If we've got a, a cannoli or we've got a plate of pasta and it's so good, I would put the fork in and I would pick up a great big piece of the pasta or the meat or whatever, and I would say, Donna, you've got to taste this. Here, you taste it. It's delicious. It's fabulous. Taste that spice in there. So that's what you were doing. You were basically saying, look what I have. Look what I've tasted. Look what I've received. Now you taste it. That was basically what you were doing. Yep. I just got the goose pimples from the top of my head to the soles of my feet because that's exactly what it is. You share with people what God has given you. Mm-hmm. And and it ignites. It ignites. And that's the way it was. And that's the way he has always been in my life and Frank's life and this family's life. You know, you said something, Joan, about this bus experience, riding and busing these people to the meetings, that there was such an experience expectancy on the bus because probably had a lot to do with you and your attitude and the way that you were wanting them to receive what you had received. But you guys actually saw miracles and healings right there on the buses on the way to the meetings. Honey, do you know that we actually, and this is not taking away from the Spirit of God or from Catherine Coleman or the meeting or anything. Right. But the Spirit of God was there. We prayed the people in. Mm. We prayed the, even the finances to get the bus to charter it to take it to the meeting. Mm-hmm. And the expectancy, because that's how I learned about right. it. I right. I am a absolute perfect attendance in the Lutheran Church, and I'm not saying anything about the Lutheran Church. I love the Lutheran Church and everybody in it. And but this is a new experience, mm-hmm. and and I've got to share it with everybody. It 
it's just the way my life is. Yes. That's what has been happening now for 60 years. You know what, Joan? Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk some more in just a moment. For all of you out there listening, this is Messianic Vision with our very special guest today, Joan Geeson. And we're making available to you, for the first time anywhere, Joan's brand-new book, Healing in His Presence, The Untold Stories of Catherine Kuhlman's Healing Ministry and Relationship with the Holy Spirit. And also, she's preparing an exclusive three-CD teaching series called Keys to the Miraculous. Well, when we come back, Joan is going to share with you some of the secrets of Catherine Kuhlman's powerful anointing for miracles. Please stay with us. Joan Giesen lives in an atmosphere of miracles. She spent over eight years working for healing evangelist Catherine Kuhlman. She received exclusive access to one of the greatest healing ministers of all time. Then Joan became a key behind-the-scenes minister with Benny Hinn, traveling across 18 countries, praying for the sick in his meetings. Now she wants to share what she saw, what she learned, and impart to you the same anointing that she received. Catherine made it so simple. You make it so simple. It really is simple. It is simple. You can't make it complicated. Otherwise, you miss the entire thing. Call now and get Joan Geeson's brand new book, Healing in His Presence, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Keys to the Miraculous, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9451. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit. It's not rules and regulations. It's an attitude of heart that is going to change in your life. Through Joan Geeson's brand new book, she shares secrets behind the power and anointing of Catherine Kuhlman. These secrets are a blueprint of how to operate in the miraculous today. Through incredible stories, powerful testimonies, and transferable teaching, you will feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in a powerful way as you read this book. Understand the importance of being prepared and ready to be used by God at any time. Learn the keys to how God's power can be available to you every moment of the day. Understand the importance of being humble and giving God all the glory for what He accomplishes through you. Find out how compassion for others is one of the secrets to unlock the miraculous in your life. Learn how to create an atmosphere for miracles through worship and declarations of God's Word. Become a portable meeting place where people can experience God's healing power through you. There's no exaggeration. You cannot exaggerate the things of the Lord. There's no putting in a little bit of yourself because that isn't possible. It's all Him. And when you give yourself to Him, all things are possible. Through her exclusive three-part audio CD series, Joan Geeson demystifies the supernatural, demonstrates the reality of miracles, gives you the keys to operating in the supernatural of God, teaches you how to begin walking in the presence of the Holy Spirit every moment of the day. Through her audio CD series, Joan ministers and prays powerful prayers of impartation for healing, salvation, deliverance, and for you to be empowered to impart miracles to others. Catherine Coleman, in my opinion, the greatest miracle ministry I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. Anything Catherine did, you can do, I can do, and you can do. I can't wait to get in your hands this brand new book and brand new exclusive 
three-CD set. Don't miss out on getting Joan Geeson's brand-new book, Healing in His Presence, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Keys to the Miraculous, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9451. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9451 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I know you have been enjoying listening to our special guest today, Joan Geeson. And Joan, I want to talk before we start talking about the secrets of, of Catherine Coleman and, and why you felt like, you know, she moved in such an anointing. Let me ask you this question. For those who don't know, what did you do for Catherine? What was your what was your job, for lack of a better term? What, what was the position that you filled for her? Well, it, and it wasn't a formal position. Um, we took buses to the Catherine Coleman services anywhere in the United States. We chartered airplanes and filled them up with people that were dying, that were sick, spiritually as well as physically, and flew them into the services. And I also, once we got the people there that I was bringing in from St. Louis and Illinois and some, you know, relatively close to where we were departing from here in St. Louis, um, I would work in the services, and that was such an honor. Sure. Um, here I am. A, I have no theological uh, uh, training, nothing. I know the Bible. I've been in the Bible. I was born a Lutheran girl. I was confirmed, <laughs> baptized in the Lutheran Church, and and always felt like there was very special things uh, in our lives. My father is Italian. My dad's family, our maiden name is Palermo, and he, the family came from Palermo, Italy. Mm-hmm. And so they were all Catholic, and they thought I went bozza. Now, bozza in Italian is nuts. That, that's like masuga. Right? That's like <laughs> like Sid says, what are you, Meshuggah? <laughs> what are you, Batsa? <laughs> well, I was one of the favored because I was, uh, you know, just fun and anything was acceptable. And, and now I've changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't denied the family. I haven't walked away from them. Right. But my language changed. My thoughts have changed. Mm-hmm. My hopes and my desires have changed. Right. And now I'm looking for Jesus and I'm looking for his spirit. I'm looking for life. And I'm sharing with them, they go, <laughs> and so they really disowned me for about 25 years. No. Now that's a long time. Yeah. And now I was like the life of the party at the family weddings and baptisms and funerals and everything, you know. Sure. Most of the things after I got married were at the receptions were at my home. Now I've been cut off because I am Batsa. Uh, and they, and it wasn't that they walked in and I preached, but my whole atmosphere was different. Everything was different. 
so you you bust people in that that needed God and that needed healing that needed miracles. You flew people in, and then you said, "Once we were in the service, I worked in the service." What what did you do there? Well, I did the same thing as Maggie and Ruth. You know, those were the two women that had been with her for years, and they asked me to can can you help us? Can you walk through the auditorium? And and if you see someone being healed, uh, just bring them up to Miss Coleman when the service starts and or during the service. And so that's what I did. So, so here, here I am, this little Italian lady with no education. No, 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 no. And here I am, these people, the Spirit of God would lead me to them as He does today. Hmm. If I would be in a Benny Hen service today or any other service, if I would be with Sid Roth and I'm working in the congregation, yes. the Spirit of God would lead me to them. And although they're sitting there, they're not doing anything, they haven't turned green, nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about them. But the Spirit of God says, that's the one. And and many times he tells me what the situation is. I'll say, get up, you can walk. And they go, how did you know I couldn't walk? Because they didn't have a brace or a crutch or whatever. And But God absolutely allowed me right. to do that. And right. that's what I did with Catherine Kuhlman. So, so Joan, you and, and Catherine, you would be out there. You said you prayed together. You would look out over the sometimes tens of thousands of people. And now you're telling me that, that you would move among the crowd totally dependent upon the Holy Spirit to lead you to the right people, and then he even would speak to you about their conditions? Absolutely. But now, if a guy is in a wheelchair, you know there's something. Sure. So that's a physical thing that you see. But no, I the, the Spirit of God allowed me to walk through those rows of people. Mm. I would come up and down the aisle, and God would say, that one right there is deaf, although he was not in a deaf situation. Yes. That one over there can't walk. The wheelchair is out in the hall outside the auditorium because you couldn't tell. You know, the loved one would bring him, put him in that chair, yes. take the wheelchair off because you couldn't, you know, mess up the aisles or anything with wheelchairs in them. And God would give me that information, and I, and that has traveled with me, been with me. He has lived inside of me and allowed me to do that. And still today, that same thing happens. You know, even even in a non-spiritual place, um, at a ball game, mm-hmm. at a conference, mm-hmm. something, God will say to me, that one has leukemia. Now, that's not a physical look on anybody. You, you know, that's yes. an internal thing. So there's no evidence on the outside, and and then somehow he allows me to talk to them about healing, or mm-hmm. you know, and I don't say you've got leukemia because I wouldn't want to embarrass them or be invasive right. in that, right? But just get to them to tell them that God is the answer, the Holy Spirit is there, and they can get healed now. It sounds like, Joan, it it sounds like to me that you received an impartation of the anointing that Catherine carried. Do you know when that happened? 
You know, I don't know. I wish I could tell you there was a definite time. But I know that the second, okay, we'll make an illustration here. It's okay. a cool night in the fall. And you are on a gathering with people. And you're talking to a group of ladies. And all of a sudden, a fire is started. You know, someone builds a nice bonfire. You're drawn to that heat because now it's gotten cold. The chill went right through you. Yes. And you're drawn to that heat. You're drawn to that fire. You're drawn to it because you want to stay warm. You want to get filled with that good, warm feeling again because you, your teeth chattered. You shook a little bit because it was too cold. And that's a poor analogy, I think. But I think it's descriptive enough to to understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's as clear as that. You cannot make one thing confusing or out of touch or too big that you don't understand. You can understand the Holy Spirit if you just let him talk with you. If you talk with him, you're not separate. He's always been there. You just recognized him when you said, Holy Spirit, mm, let yes. me hear from you. Holy Spirit, give me the wisdom. Give me the words. Get me out of this jam. When you make yourself available to him, you know that he's always been available to you. And it is miraculous what God can do. You know, I was sitting here, I talked to someone in the uh, Benny Hen ministry just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I opened up my Bible and still today, uh, I have got all kinds of notes. Lady in second row uh, and needs healing in her left leg. And man has broken his back and uh, just little notes, you know, that been from years and years ago. You know, you said something, Joan, that uh, that really caught my attention. You were talking about not being confused, that it was simple. But you said Catherine was also like that. She was a simple woman that totally depended on the presence of the Lord and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Was that one of the things that made her so anointed and so uh, the ability to move in the spirit. Talk to me about that a little bit uh, as far as her being yielded to the spirit all the time. You know, uh, I am not a person that uh, buys brand name because I'm big and there are not designers, you know, that are well known by you ladies with these size 12 outfits. And she wore a simple outfit. It was a tailored shirt, long sleeve with roll-up sleeve, Mm -hmm. and a slim skirt and a wide belt. That's why I I saw her with that so often in her offices. She was a simple Mm -hmm. human being. And when we went into her office, she had little dolls and little stuffed animals on the couch that someone had given her 10,000 of, and she was going to give them away at Christmas time. And she collected, and she had a little sample of everything in there. Simple woman. And there was a little rug. And that rug had been there so long, and she would get off of her chair. She would record the programs right there in her office. And she had a window looking out on the 5th Street, And 
she watched the traffic and she would record her daily programs right there from that office and she would become so exhausted she would walk around and lay on that little oriental rug and that little oriental rug that laid in front of her desk literally had worn to the form of her body and she'd lay there on that rug and she would just rest and then Mm. get back up i mean that's how old that was that was how familiar she was with an everyday opportunity to serve god and she would serve him to the fullest in that little office with that sure. I'll never forget that. Well, let me ask you this. Um, one, of, one of the keys that you said that, that you felt like was, was a secret in her life was that she was always prepared, that sometimes uh, someone even asked her one time, you know, how long does it take you to prepare for a meeting? And she said, oh, I never really thought about it. I just stay prepared. Oh my gosh, I got again the goose pimples on my flesh because if all of us as Christians, he's not a part time God, it's not a part time ministry, it's not a part time commitment, it's a total commitment, and you get the fullest from that. And when the lady from the Sid Roth television and radio program calls you. you. You, this hasn't been staged. You haven't asked me these questions before. That's right. I didn't know what you were going to say to me. It's impromptu. It's from your heart. It doesn't come from my brain. It comes from my heart. It comes from my spirit because it's life, and the spirit of God is life, and the. The most wonderful gift for all of us is that he's still here. He's the same God. He's the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And he lives in each one of us. And if we don't stop and recognize that or stop and give him the time and our bodies, we have missed a lick. We have missed the best part of our life. It's so simple, Donna. It's so simple. It's simple, Joan, but it's profound. What you just said is very profound to just, uh, you don't have to think about it. You just stay prepared. You know, like you and I talking today, you're prepared because you're you're leaning on and you're trusting fully in the Holy Spirit. Hey, uh, let me ask you this. You made a statement about compassion. And Catherine, you, you said that, that one of the, the secrets to her powerful anointing was compassion mixed with power. That's a duo. She gave her life because she had the gift of compassion. Did she ever ask, was, was, she, was she ever moved? Did she ever ask herself, um, why was this person not healed or why was that person not healed? Or Oh, yeah. Oh, she, that was a question all the time. That was a question all the time. I remember when those services were finished and we would go to our office just a block up the street and we would go up that elevator and, and Ruth or Maggie would say she's in the office and we'd go in the office and she would like have her head in her hand and she would hear the door, but she wouldn't respond like she heard the 
you know, mm-hmm. she wouldn't look right up and mm-hmm. speak to us. She would just sit there with that head in her hand. And then finally, Maggie wouldn't say a word. Ruth wouldn't say a word. And she would look up and she would always, she would say, Oh, Joanne, why weren't they all healed? Why weren't they? And I cry when I think of that. Mm. Why weren't they all healed? Why weren't they all healed? We sat there. But those were questions that were never an answer to. Right. He didn't say because that one had blonde hair or because this one sat near the window. There was no answer for that question. And each one of us, it wasn't about money. I never received a salary from Catherine Coleman, never, ever. I, I had a business. We were caterers. When we started serving with Catherine Coleman, we had the catering business, and the catering business would bring money, and I would fly out, and I would work in the service and then fly right back home, mm-hmm. come home and cook all night and cater or something else. So there was no money exchanged. I wouldn't have taken a dime from her, even if she would have. One time we got $100 because we went to California and we did a television program. Just one time. And she gave us $100 to eat on. And it was we took that. But that was the only money that was ever exchanged. But I couldn't have paid $10 trillion, gazillion, gazillion dollars to be educated, to be uh, understand the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or to be used by the Holy Spirit. There's no money. It's and I can't give you a secret. There's no secret to it. It's just falling in love with Him and wanting our God, the Creator of all heaven and earth, and His Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, to be inside of you, to hear His voice, to do His call, even if you look stupid or <laughs> disowned you or whatever, they come back. They come back. You know, you, you know? saw you saw Catherine more than most people ever would. Uh, you were close to her. You saw her in, in meetings, in services, but you also saw her during these times, like you said, in her office or, you know, at a soda fountain when she was praying or thinking about the service. Did she walk in that spirit the entire time? Or was that something that was, you know, she was one way when she was in service and then she was one way in the office? What would you say about that? Oh, no, she had a, t- a total life. She was married at one point, and mm-hmm. it wasn't a good thing. And, you know, that was not of God, and uh, it didn't last. So she suffered. She loved and she lost. She suffered that. Uh, she suffered disappointments just like we all do. She was a regular person. She right. was nothing more than what you or I could do. We could... And each one of us are as individual as our fingerprints. So what we say and what we do and what we accomplish is going to come out differently, even though it could be uh, uh, put under uh, the the word of books or the word of chest or the word of peanuts or whatever, you know, uh, that would be our category. But each one of us would experience different things. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that was... Oh, honey, 
I pray, even as we're talking, I am so excited about my next 80 years. I'm only 80 years old. Well, I'm excited about your next 80 years, too, Joan. Isn't that neat? Yes, I can't wait. Hey, listen, we're going to take a break real quick, and we're going to come back with more from Joan Geeson in just a moment. Sid and I really want you to get Joan's brand new book, Healing in His Presence, the untold story of Catherine Kuhlman's healing ministry and her relationship with the Holy Spirit. Also, she's prepared an exclusive three-CD teaching series called Keys to the Miraculous. Well, when we come back, Joan is going to answer the question, how important is atmosphere in a healing service or a miracle service? We'll be right back. Joan Giesen lives in an atmosphere of miracles. She spent over eight years working for healing evangelist Catherine Kuhlman. She received exclusive access to one of the greatest healing ministers of all time. Then Joan became a key behind-the-scenes minister with Benny Hinn, traveling across 18 countries, praying for the sick in his meetings. Now she wants to share what she saw, what she learned, and impart to you the same anointing that she received. Catherine made it so simple. You make it so simple. It really is simple. It is simple. You can't make it complicated. Otherwise, you miss the entire thing. Call now and get Joan Geeson's brand new book, Healing in His Presence, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Keys to the Miraculous, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9451. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit. It's not rules and regulations. It's an attitude of heart that is going to change in your life. Through Joan Giesen's brand new book, she shares secrets behind the power and anointing of Catherine Kuhlman. These secrets are a blueprint of how to operate in the miraculous today. Through incredible stories, powerful testimonies, and transferable teaching, you will feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in a powerful way as you read this book. Understand the importance of being prepared and ready to be used by God at any time. Learn the keys to how God's power can be available to you every moment of the day. Understand the importance of being humble and giving God all the glory for what He accomplishes through you. Find out how compassion for others is one of the secrets to unlock the miraculous in your life. Learn how to create an atmosphere for miracles through worship and declarations of God's Word. Become a portable meeting place where people can experience God's healing power through you. There's no exaggeration. You cannot exaggerate the things of the Lord. There's no putting in a little bit of yourself because that isn't possible. It's all Him. And when you give yourself to Him, all things are possible. Through her exclusive three-part audio CD series, Joan Giesen demystifies the supernatural, demonstrates the reality of miracles, gives you the keys to operating in the supernatural of God, teaches you how to begin walking in the presence of the Holy Spirit every moment of the day. Through her audio CD series, Joan ministers and prays powerful prayers of impartation for healing, salvation, deliverance, and for you to be empowered to impart miracles to others. Catherine Coleman, in my opinion, the greatest miracle ministry I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. Anything Catherine did, you can do, I can do, and you can do. I can't wait to get in your hands this brand new book and brand new exclusive 
three CD set. Don't miss out on getting Joan Geeson's brand new book, Healing in His Presence, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Keys to the Miraculous, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9451. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9451 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Well, welcome back to Messianic Vision. I'm Donna Chavis here still with my wonderful guest today, Joan Geeson, who uh, spent the last 10 years of Catherine Coleman's life working closely with her. And uh, she just got so many wonderful stories and wonderful miracles. Joan, how many miracles have you seen? I don't <laughs> even give you a number. How, just, how can you say, right? You know, it, yeah, e- even if I could on the calendar tell you the dates that I was in a miracle service, that would be one thing. But once you are introduced to God's Spirit and once you receive Him filling your life, you walk in miracles. So it doesn't have to happen in a miracle service. Mm-hmm. It can happen walking down the street. It can be in a doctor's office, in an office of your own, in a restaurant, wherever you go. You carry the Spirit of God with you wherever you are, and He's always awake. He never sleeps. That is great news, isn't it? (laughs) And He's always ready to do what God wants done, Mm -hmm. and you're the vehicle to bring it from one point to the other. Yes. How exciting is that? The big thing is, honey, is that you don't get a W-2 farm that you have to make you don't. I mean, it just, this is all free. Well, your that, life, it's free. That yeah. is exciting. You know, but I heard a statement and I just wondered if it was true because it was so outstanding. I heard that you had, with your very own eyes, seen thousands of miracles. And that is the truth. Wow. How privileged can you be? God. That's all we can say. Praise the Lord above. Uh, that That is amazing. That is astounding to, that you have seen that and that you have continued to share that. Like you said, it doesn't have to be in a service. It doesn't have to be uh, where there's a, a, a minister, a licensed minister. It can be you walking down the street. It can be you talking to the person in your car. It can be uh, your coworker or your babysitter or, you know, whoever. You can share this miraculous, miraculous experience with other people. Let me go back to that. Let okay, please, that. please do. This just happened a short minute ago. Okay. In a Mexican restaurant right across from the airport in St. Louis, Missouri. And we were just eating Mexican food, whatever it was. And all the tables were filled. And all of a sudden, there was a little bit of commotion. And all of a sudden, there was a big commotion. And the waiter said, oh, my, oh, they're gone. I can't, there's no pulse. There's no, and I jumped up out of my seat. And they were at the table right behind us, jumped up out of my seat, turned around in the chair, and there was no pulse. There was no breath. And the person had, for that moment, 
left this life and gone on to another life. And it was like there was an an instant that I said, you know, God, what should I do? Lay your hands on him and declare life. And I laid my hands on him and declared life. And the man came back to life. And everyone in that restaurant saw that. And in a second, we were surrounded with people asking how I did that. And we had to quickly leave because I had nothing to do with it. That's just a short while ago, just a few months ago, at a restaurant, a barbecue restaurant right across the street from the airport. My goodness. Well, I, I'm sure a lot of people were interested in what was going on. You know, the, the there's a couple of things I have gotten by talking to you today. Goodness, Paul, sorry. There's a couple of things that really stand out to me while talking to you today. And, you know, when you're talking uh, about Catherine, you talk about what a simple, wonderful person she was, but she was sold out. She was compassionate. She was 100% in the presence of the Lord, that she stayed ready. I mean, these things um, were normal to her. That was her normal life. And the second thing that really has stood out to me as we talked is when you talk about what you've received from her, that that you have received part of an, an impartation of her anointing. And you don't say that, but, but we, other people that hear you talk, we notice that, but you don't normally go around saying that, but you have. Uh, just seeing what you do and how you minister, you have received an impartation of that anointing, but the most fabulous thing to me is, it's like you said with your Italian family, you have received that, and now you want every single other person to experience it. Joan, that is that is just fabulous to me. I mean, just the fact that, that, that you pray for people, that you minister to them, and you actually impart and release this anointing to others so that they can keep it going, so that they can keep doing the same thing, so that her ministry, her legacy will always be multiplied. And and I appreciate all that. But I think that Catherine Coleman herself would say that never look at her, never try to follow her follow after God's spirit. And that's exactly what I do. I just love the way you minister and release this anointing to other people. So I appreciate that so much about your ministry. Let me ask you this question before we leave. We've only got a few more minutes. When you are teaching someone or praying for someone how to get a miracle, if they are seeking and they are needing a miracle in their own life. What do you say to these people? Uh, don't depend on yourself. You're here for a reason. If you've gone to the market for bread, pick up the bread and go home with it. If you come here for a miracle, lay down your preconceived ideas because nothing's going to happen the way you thought it would. You are in the presence of God Almighty Donna. He's right here with you and me and with thousands and thousands of people around the world. We're here. We need a miracle. 
miracles are happening right now in places you may never, ever hear from and places that you will hear from. The Spirit of the Living God is with us, speaking through us, and reaching out to those that may not know or those that have great need. Donna, you and I are in the most honored place right at this second. And there are people, again, that we will never hear from that are getting up and walking, that are opening their eyes and can see, that can hear better than they've ever heard before. They can feel their nose when they couldn't raise their arm. They can feel their heartbeat where they were lacking in air and couldn't feel their heartbeat. They're experiencing life right now because we're talking about them, and it's catch. They're catching it. Mm-hmm. It's contagious. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of God is contagious. He's alive. And the only way he passes through is by our speaking about him, by our understanding and recognizing who he is and how magnificent he is and that there's nothing impossible. Donna, we are sitting in the most privileged and honored place that we could ever be. Yes. We're speaking to others again that we will never see, never know. And right now there are people in the name of Jesus that are being healed. You know what God just showed me? There's a woman out there and her intestines are all scrambled. I don't know how that happened. I don't know why it happened, but nothing is working, and she's extremely thin because nothing digests, and everything is scrambled inside of her digestive system. And God has just put an end to that dilemma. Her intestines are all scrambled. That's all I know. But she was hooked up incorrectly, and God has straightened it out. And it'll be the first time in a many, many, many days, many, many months, many years, that she will be able to digest her food. It'll go down. It'll, it'll be perfect, and she'll know the difference immediately. Donna, we are in the most privileged position talking about God Almighty. Yes, I totally agree with you on that, Joan. And you know what? Before we go, we're going to go in just a moment, but I want to ask you this one last question, and I want you to pray for our listeners. Um, You have said the atmosphere is everything. And I just noticed even even as you talk and as you pray and as we, you know, invite the presence of the Lord, we create an atmosphere um, of his presence here. And I feel it even when you're talking, how important is atmosphere to people who come expecting? It is very important, but let me say this. I have gone down the highway 60 miles an hour and seen an accident and I've jumped out of the car as others have and we've run to the victim and we've laid hands on it and that atmosphere is filled with sirens Mm -hmm. coming to the rescue people asking questions people just wanting to side see Mm -hmm. there's a lot of confusion you don't know if it's live or dead but you bring the spirit of god into that circle yes 
and the Spirit of God is greater than all other powers. And you keep your mind on Him. He's got His mind on you. And you lay hands on that man that's just trying to die because of an accident, and he will come out of it in Jesus' name or whatever happens. Yes. But it is ordained of him. Don't stop doing what you're doing. Don't wait for atmosphere. You create it when you get there. Oh, I like that, Joan. I think that's that's a, a, a pretty good way to end that segment because it, it sounds to me like you're saying we carry the atmosphere with us as long as we stay in we his presence. Do. We do, honey. We do. I certainly love that. Well, Joan, it's been such a pleasure to have you with us. Would you pray for our listeners before we leave? Um, just as we, as we agree right here uh, and, and invite the presence of the Lord and agree in his name. Would you pray for them, please, before we leave? Father God, we have come in agreement, and we are listening to a simple woman that has experienced so much, but who of us aren't simple? God, we trust in you over the country, over the oceans, in other countries. God, wherever we are, we are gathered together in the name of Jesus. And we ask for a fresh and filling of your spirit. And we can honestly and with full gusto say nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is too big. Nothing is too great that God can't change. His spirit is with you right now. Just raise your hand and reach out and grasp him. He's there. He's there right now. And he's healing your body. The doctors may have given you a bad report, but God says all things are possible. I have loved you, the Lord says, and I will always love you. His word is filled with love. Behold, I'm going to send my messenger, and he will clear the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come. And he has come, and he is raising you from the bed of affliction right now, right now. Get up. Stand up in the name of Jesus, and you'll feel life like you've never felt it before. And your stomach will be healed, all that churning, all that disconnect, everything that they've done to you, everything that has been done to you, will be healed in a second. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. But the biggest gift of all is your spirit. We ask that your Holy Spirit rest on us and that the blood of your Son, Father God, cleanses us and frees us from all of our sins. And we can call ourselves children of God, and we've got the credentials because of that blood to proclaim that you are God and your son has died on a cross that we live eternally and that we are filled with your spirit, the life yes. and power of the Trinity. Yes. Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your living inside of us. Thank you for thank your you, gift. Lord. Thank you yes. for life. Thank you for love in Jesus' yes. name. Amen and amen and amen.
And the only thing that I can add to that is so be it. I'm Donna Chavis, and you've been listening to Messianic Vision. I just want to give a very special thank you to our guest today, Joan Geeson. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get Joan's brand new book and her exclusive teaching series. Sid? Catherine Coleman had the greatest miracle ministry I've ever seen in my lifetime. Three women were with Catherine Coleman the last 10 years of her life, of which my guest, Joan Giesen, is the last living link to the greatest miracle gift of my lifetime. Joan has a brand new book that we have on an exclusive basis on the untold stories of Catherine Coleman's healing ministry and her relationship with the Holy Spirit. So don't miss this opportunity to get Joan's brand new book, Healing in His Presence, and her three CD teaching series, Keys to the Miraculous, for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9451. Once again, that's offer number 9451.